I want to give you a word which I believe will tie it back to what we just prayed. Are you all ready to study the word for just some more time? Can I see a thumbs up and a wave? You're ready? Now your spirit is strengthened to receive some, some meat from the Lord. Okay. Go with me. Thank you, Jesus, for this word. Go with me to Exodus chapter 15. Exodus chapter 15. Okay. You all found it? I'm going to be reading verses 22 and 23. Okay. If you all found it, give me a thumbs up. Oftentimes in life, we come across situations which is a shock and a total surprise. Not in a good way, but sometimes it's in a bad way. And that is the moment when many believers' faith is attacked. And there are moments in every believer's life they will feel as though, Oh Lord, where are you? I didn't think I would be in that state. I didn't expect something to happen this way. And then you are looking for answers and you are frustrated. Because you can't find an answer. But I believe tonight. With the prophetic word that came to us. Just a few minutes ago. And this teaching. Goes hand in hand. God is a God. Who keeps his promises. Because he is. A covenant keeping God. There's none like our Jesus. There's none like the father. And there's none like the Holy Spirit. He, they are one. A covenant keeping God. Even though we are faithless, the word says he will remain faithful because there's nothing in him called faith unfaithfulness. There's nothing in him called inconsistency. No. He's a God who never changes or goes back on what he said. But now we need to understand. When we hit situations like that in life. What is it. That God is expecting from us. So I want to give you a few quick keys. Which will help you. Principles. Principles. From the word of God. Which will help us. To become better. And to grow stronger in our walk with God. That is why we are going to Exodus chapter 15 verses 22. This is what the Bible says. Then Moses made Israel set out from the Red Sea. And they went into the wilderness of Shur. They went three days in the wilderness. 
and found no water. You see how the prophetic word is so connected with this? I love when the Lord speaks to us like this. Now the Bible is saying that Moses made Israel set out from the Red Sea. But before we go forward, let's understand what just happened with the Israelites. Okay? What just happened with them was a glorious supernatural breakthrough. What happened with them was the display of God's power and might like none other time in the history of mankind. Okay? You know that, right? Because if you read the, the verse 19 of chapter 15, what happened there is this. For when the horses of Pharaoh with his chariots and his horsemen went into the sea, the Lord brought back the waters of the sea upon them. But the people of Israel walked on dry ground in the midst of the sea. Do you see what just happened here? The Israelites went like dry, like dry ground in the middle of the Red Sea. But when the Egyptians followed them, the waters covered them and they drowned in that water. All the chariots, the horsemen who were after the Israelites were buried and consumed by the waters of the Red Sea. But at the same time, the Bible says the Israelites walked on dry ground, as of dry ground in the middle of the Red Sea. Is that not supernatural? Can somebody wave at me? Is that not the supernatural act of God Almighty? It is so powerful that human logic cannot explain what really happened at that moment. But everybody knows it's the hand of the Lord that delivered the Israelites. Just after that, now they have come to this place in verse 22. Moses made Israel set out from the Red Sea and they went into the wilderness. Offshore. And they went three days without water. What is surprising here to me is it is not the people who chose to go into the wilderness, it is God through Moses leading them into the wilderness. Are you all still with me? It was, not, it was not that people said, oh, we will go into the wilderness of Shur. No, it was Moses leading people. In other words, Moses, who was led by the hand of God, was leading the people, meaning God was leading his people to go through the wilderness. Many of us, we have this question. God if you are in charge of my life 
and if you are my god and you know i love you and i know i'm led by your spirit but god why am i here why am i in this wilderness why have i come to this place in my life where i have no answers oh god why have you left me god where are you that question is a similar question now the israelites are having in this moment if you relate to it people of god let us look at this closely the god who delivered them from a mighty hand with a mighty hand from the hands of the cruel slave masters who delivered them with signs wonders and miracles this god who brought them out with supernatural acts now why is the same god leading them to wilderness is the question because this is the question if we don't expound tonight many believers will go to their grave unanswered with this question they will just think god left our hands god did not want to lead us and yet the truth my beloved yet yet the real truth is my beloved that it is the lord who led them into that wilderness sometimes we have to understand in life there are certain places the lord will lead you intentionally if you don't understand this some of us will be very disappointed in our christian life because we will think oh the moment i said yes to the lord the moment he has delivered me with a mighty hand i note the miracle working god is on my side then why should i ever come across a situation why should i ever be opposed why should i ever face something which is going to test my faith hang on we need to see this further here and then it explains a little more details everybody knows water is the most essential thing right three days bible says they went without drinking water now i'm not talking about a group of 15 people here please i want us to get a little more details by looking at this through the eye of our spirit's imagination through the eye of the spirit i want you to imagine this it's not 15 people that are going without water some theologians say there were like 3 million people 3 million people going without water for 3 days which includes children men and women and their livestock and they had lot of possessions <laughs> from the household of egyptians gold and stuff now this gold and things were of no use to them anymore now they do not have water to drink and they're going on without water for 3 days ah then something is happening they are in the wilderness and led by whom by god himself 
now there is a challenge of trust in the lord there's a challenge of whether their faith still remains in the lord god who led them this far and right now they're without water in the wilderness i want you to imagine this for a second it is not like they're going from it's not like they're going on a road trip you know what i'm saying people hey are you all are you all uh, still there it's not like they're going on a road trip please i want you to connect this to your personal lives right now it's not like they're going on a road trip they know like oh i'm going from chicago to california it's not like that it's not like they know specifically on the road after 20 miles there is a gas station there is a water bottle place so i'll fill up my jar and i will drink no 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 they have ventured into the unknown of their life they have no idea what is next they have no idea what is next they have no clue they don't know when is the next water stop restroom break like they have no clue they are in the wilderness they are in a place which they have never known before in the wilderness of shur 3 million people for sure they should have been scrambling with thirst looking under the bushes looking under the tree looking under every path looking where 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 is this water source if god let us this far where is he ranta brokosi koriata i'm coming to some of you tonight it is same with us we have seen the hand of god in the past we have seen the mighty touch of god in the past but there are movements in our life when we encounter the unknown when we have no clue what is going to happen next when we have no idea what is the next door what is the next breakthrough what is the next sign from god what is the next direction from god when you don't have a google map for your life right hebrokosi kata am i talking to somebody yes i am i am very indeed talking to somebody you know sometime we all wish that our lives could be like destination lord i want to become this in my life and if we can punch some codes into a google map of our life's destiny and and punch it start and everything becomes easy everything becomes you do this you do this you do this everything becomes mechanical and we would love god to do that hey come on are you if you were in a room i know you would have spoken back to me but are you listening are you still there can you somebody wave at me you know amen, but now, amen. but now this situation is such that that uh, there is no google map for our life's destiny everything is unknown and you are like god where are you and god it is not even one day it's three days my kids are thirsty i have not seen that financial breakthrough that i need yet lord feels like you have forgotten me is it really so i want you to relate this because i personally i've been in places like this in my life and the temptation is so easy and it is almost the reality that hits us and we thank god for his mercy that he never leaves us in situations like that because just like israelites this is what happens next verses 23 hear this when they came to mara they could not drink the water of mara because it was bitter let me explain 
three days they have searched in and out and finally they think ah we arrived at our breakthrough oh we arrived at what we were scampering for from place to place we have arrived at this location we think this is it oh your hopes are so high and you see that water imagine this 3 million people running for that water source kids men grown up men women with nursing mothers oh the livestock everybody they run into this water source and they take the thirstiest drink which they think they are about to die they take the thirstiest drink one cup of water into their mouth and they had to spit it out immediately ah i can't even imagine how that situation is please excuse me if i'm being dramatic but we have to be dramatic at times to understand the word of god right or else we just read it like like a novel and we forget but this is people we're talking about people we're talking about 3 million people we are also talking about our own lives you waited for that breakthrough you waited for the news to come you waited 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 for 3 days not 3 days you waited for 3 years you waited for 10 years and that thing you prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed for has not come to pass yet and you thought this is the moment that's about to happen and you're hit with a disappointment disappointments discouragement i know i'm talking to somebody tonight because this is a needed word for you my beloved you could have been anywhere tonight but you're here because the lord wants to speak to you you could have been anywhere else but you're here why because the heart of the lord wants to communicate this message to you you're hit with a bitter disappointment you see the bible says they could not drink the water because it was bitter some disappointments can leave us so bitter our roots can become bitter that thing you expected to happen and you were 100% sure it was going to happen then all of a sudden there it is the result is it's a no a door is closed sometimes those disappointments look like a marriage breakdown you never thought this would happen something happened in that marriage you never thought that health crisis will happen to a family member and it did happen you never thought a financial meltdown will happen you said lord i trusted you you always led me this far i never thought this would happen to me then there it is unexpected bitterness unexpected disappointment you're faced with it and then so many disappointments of that kind maybe you trusted even an earthly parent and they let let you down you trusted a leader who will stand with you forever then you realize they're just humans you are going through a disappointment at that moment my beloved this is the principle i want you to know your bitterness your disappointment is not hidden from god's eyes i want you to know this you might be sitting there and thinking 
God does not care. That's a lie. He does care. You might be thinking, why has God left me? The truth is, God has not left you. In fact, if you backtrack this whole passage here, it is God who led them to this place on purpose because he wants to reveal your heart to yourself because he wants to reveal our own heart to ourselves. He wants to reveal what is that weakness, that defilement which is inside our heart he wants it to be revealed to ourselves so that we can deal with it better. That is why he allows a testing of this kind, if we call it a testing. I don't. I think it's the closest word we can use, but still that word of testing doesn't do justice because God is not like a taskmaster. But he's trying to show you a space of your heart which needs to be healed, set free, delivered and made whole in the presence of the Prince of Peace because he wants to be that peace in that heart which cannot trust, which cannot go forward with God. Here, listen, listen to me. Verse 24, And the people grumbled against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? Listen, their grumbling was normal. It can be considered normal. But now I want to ask you this question. What the world calls as normal in this circumstance, is it really normal in the eyes of God? Principles, we need to understand. Listen, the temptation for us in our Christian walk is when something doesn't happen, when something doesn't go our way, we want to default ourselves to the norm of the world and we are ready to blame God, ready to blame people. We're ready to lose our hope. We are ready to get into hopelessness. But that norm which you are talking about defaulting to, it's not the norm of God and his people. Come on, somebody. Can somebody get this tonight? We have to make up our mind in our walk with the Lord and say, the norm of the world is never going to be my norm. Anytime ever in my life. I want somebody to lift up their hands right now and say, Lord, no matter what happens in my life, I will never become like the people of the world. Come on. I want you to take a second right now and decree and declare that. You know why? Because the Lord God is watching you. Because the Lord God, everything is not hidden. Nothing. Thing is hidden in the eyes of God. He allowed you to come to this place so that he can reveal our hearts to ourselves. People of God, I have to tell you, many times in my life, I've done mistakes like this. I've come to this place and I think it's a bitter disappointment. Whereas actually in reality, that's an open gate and an open door to go deeper in the Lord. I just gave you a key. That disappointment that you face or you faced, or that discouragement that you had, or that thing which you felt God left you down, that movement was actually a movement of God's divine door for you to understand your master more deeper. Can somebody shout an amen for this? Because you think we can oh, think, 
Amen. 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 Come on, come on, come on. We can think like if we think like the people of the world, it becomes please, please don't miss me now on. It's very critical. I can sense the spirit of God moving already. It's very critical right now whatever is happening because God is saying when you hit the disappointment it is actually a disqualifier for you to go forward in the Lord. Let me explain. Let me explain. Lord give us the grace to understand this. Have you seen you go to sports? You know, athletics. As I, when I was a kid I tried a lot of athletics. Okay, there's a long jump. I can give you the long jump example. You know, they mark a specific line and you have to jump or cross over that line. And when you do that, you're qualified. If you don't cross that line, you're disqualified. It's the same way in the spiritual realm. When you hit roadblocks, hear me, please hear me. When you hit roadblocks, when you hit disappointments, when you hit bitter spots and moments in your life, that is a line of testing which qualifies you for your promises to be fulfilled. Or if you allow to become like the person of the world, it becomes a disqualifier right there and then. I don't know to whom I'm preaching tonight, but may you never disqualify yourself when you're hit with disappointments or roadblocks in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. I want somebody to take 30 seconds and shout amen and pray into this right now. Decree and declare, Lord, I will never allow myself to be disqualified like the person of the world, but I will qualify myself because I know I'm called and made to pass this line of testing. Come on, come on, come on. May you never disqualify yourself from what is ahead of you in the Lord. Exactly. Let me explain a little. What did the Bible say? And the people grumbled. They acted like the, those of the world. You know, when they grumbled at that moment, people of God, are you still with me? I'll be done soon. Can you please, can somebody wave? I'm just checking my time here. Can somebody wave? Are you still with me? Is this helping you tonight? Is this helping you tonight? Can somebody wave at me? So I know for sure that you're, you know, you are, you're, you're enjoying this word. Listen, after seeing the Pharaoh, the horsemen, the chariots, supernaturally buried in the water of Red Sea, and they supernaturally walked on dry ground, in the midst of Red Sea. Hey, what is that? That's a dimensional miracle which was beyond physics, <laughs> beyond geography of the land. God made them walk on dry ground in the middle of Red Sea. And yet, they did not remember what God did for them. And they did not cry out to the Lord in prayer. Rather, they chose to grumble. When we choose to grumble, when we choose to question the promises of God, when we begin to question the very heart of God, that's the moment God says, I want you to deal with this heart of yours, which doesn't trust me enough which doesn't fully believe in me yet, which does not trust me yet. You know why? Because God 
was not in any emergency are you all still with me god was not at emergency at that moment god never has an emergency people of god i want to tell you no matter what you are going through tonight i am here to tell you from the lord there is no emergency for god to fix your life he knows the solution already he created you and me there is no emergency for god in my life come on put your hands on your heart right now and let it go deep within your heart speak to yourself and say god i know you are fully prepared for my life and there is no emergency you have a plan for me come on you need to speak that right now because if you don't deal with that issue of your heart you will trust hopelessness you will trust that god does not have a plan for you but right now may the lord speak to your heart and say there is no emergency for him he is fully prepared it is not a shock from here to where no 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 god knows how he is leading you is somebody hearing me tonight this is a prophetic word for you that's why we prayed before this for that prophetic word that is why we prayed that you will locate that river that is why we prayed that you will locate that path in the middle of your wilderness a river in the middle of your desert right hey brokozikali antala brakazika because god already has a river my friend god already has a way my beloved sister god has everything ready there is no emergency for the lord jesus he is fully prepared in fact he is waiting for you to respond differently and tonight he is telling you will you respond to me differently rather than grumbling like those 3 million israelites can you be like that one moses who prayed as simple as prayer sounds is it that simple many of us when we are hit with roadblocks we stop praying what is that we stop seeking god what is that that is the condition of your heart god is opening it before you and he's showing it before your face and he's saying this is you take a look mambra katariata i know the lord is doing some spiritual surgery right now on some of you when you hit that roadblock when you don't want to seek his face anymore when you don't want to humble yourself anymore when you don't want to cry out to god anymore you don't want to seek his face you don't want to war in the spirit you don't want to do anything but you want to just withdraw what is it god is saying this is you this is your heart look at it take a look open it and see when you open it god wants to show you that self centeredness that doubt that unbelief that thing which does not trust your maker not anybody else that which does not trust your maker the one who created you you don't want to trust him anymore and god says look this is you you know what there's one beautiful thing here he is your father he's not doing this to you to kill you oh yes god you're saying yes prophet brother pastor whatever you call me but you're like oh but you don't know how that pain has been yes i don't know i really don't know because i'm not in your shoes but god who made you knows you in and out more than you can know yourself and he is saying i know this 
situation you're in. I know this pain. I know this hurt. I know what you're going through. But I can't take you further into your promise unless you deal with this brokenness in your heart. This disease of unbelief, you got to take it out. This messing spirit of lying spirit, this doubtful spirit, you got to remove it. This mistrust in me, you got to remove it. This thing that says, don't trust God. That thing which paints a picture of saying, God left me. That thing, you got to remove it. And God is actually bringing you face to face with that so that you can say, God, I don't know what to do. But my eyes will look to you and I will pray. Many of us, instead of praying, we recoil, right? But one man, Moses, this is the principle I want you to get. I won't be too long. We are, we are wrapping up soon. But Moses, one man. Can you imagine three million people grumbling, questioning? Kids, livestock, ma, ma, barring at them. Everything is happening simultaneously. I don't know if Moses could even hear his own voice to pray. We can all laugh at this. We can all say, wow, sounds so dramatic. But are we like that? We don't even hear our own voice to pray. We can just hear our own grumbling. And we go to that prayer place. We don't pray. We grumble. We question. We become bitter. But one man, Moses, had the sense. <laughs> I think that's why he was still a leader. He just, it is not that he had all the answers, please. He did not have answer either. He did not like, I have a magic wand that I have this powerful rod. I'm going to do something. No, 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 no. He did not have an answer, my beloved. He was also in the unknown. You know that? He was also in the desert with them. Because I believe even he didn't drink water for three days. Come on, somebody. I don't think Moses drank water for three days either. It's not that everybody else were thirsty and Moses is like supernaturally drinking from a straw from a cloud saying, sipping and saying, ah, come follow me. I am on cloud nine. I'm walking. You know, you all just walk. I will just walk on cloud line. No, <laughs> I know as funny as I might sound, but that is not the truth. He was not like walking on a supernatural realm where he never got thirsty. No, he was thirsty too. With all that thirst and all the grumbling and all the things that was going on around him, he cried out to God. If you didn't hear anything else in this message, I want you to make one point. That when you hit bitterness and disappointment, don't you ever grumble. But just cry out to God. Use that power and the strength that you have to grumble and divert it towards God in prayer. And say, Lord, I'm crying out to you. I don't know how to pray, but I'm going to cry out to you. I don't know what to even pray. I don't know what to even say, but I'm going to cry out to you. When you do that, my beloved, this is what is going to happen. And he cried to the Lord and the Lord showed him a log. Listen, listen, everybody look at me. When he cried to the Lord, this is what 
drives me what word can i use it surprises me when moses cried god was not like in emergency saying oh no what do i do where do i supply the water from god was not in panic mode god was like <laughs> i know they will come here i know all of them will grumble one man will pray and then i will show him the solution which i already kept <laughs> are you all looking at this god had already placed a solution can you tell yourself tonight no matter what roadblock no matter what disappointment no matter what bitterness i'm going through the solution is already ready in the hands of god he will show it to me exactly what happened because moses prayed god opened the eyes of moses to look around and he found a log because he prayed grumbled they never saw but he prayed and god said ah i was already prepared for this moment the solution is right here open your eyes moses look and moses sees it's not like moses had to create a log god had already kept a log in other versions it says a tree which is symbolic of the cross because bible refers to the cross as a tree in the old in the whole of the old testament do you know that in the whole of the old testament when isaiah all the prophets they prophesied about the crucifixion of the lord they never said a cross they said a man will hang on a tree even in the book of deuteronomy they said though he who hangs on a tree is cursed the tree was a symbolic of the cross in my version it says a log but in other version it says a tree meaning when it says a log and a tree you got to see it so prophetically precise a tree that is cut can be called a log right when moses prayed god showed him the ultimate solution of a log of a tree before we talk about that that solution came to moses just because he prayed and this is what i want you to know god was never unprepared he already kept a log a tree and what was the tree god was symbolically showing moses the healing for your heart for you to when you cry out to me there is one thing i'm going to do for mankind i'm going to show you my son i don't think if i preach further on this message without us praying and revering the lord it will make any sense maybe we can see how the lord leads us next month to go deeper into this word but people of god when you hit that disappointment or that bitterness when you cry to the lord one thing god the father and the holy spirit even the lord jesus is going to show you one thing he's going to show himself to you lord god is going to reveal himself in a way which was never revealed to you before the deep will go to the deeper and the deeper will take you to the deepest and continues there on why the intention of god to lead you to this so that 
he can reveal to you himself and give you a revelation which you have never had in your life before about this lord god whom you call as god because at that moment the lord god wants to reveal himself to you in a way he has never revealed to you before all of your lifetime because remember the river of the past cannot take you ahead this becomes a new river of revelation now instead of you grabbing on to that bitter heart and grumbling when you cry out to god he will show you something of himself which your which your eyes have never seen your ears have never heard your heart has never perceived now we going back to the promise we prayed before have you not perceived when you perceive him oh rema kasaka i feel the presence of the lord already oh when you perceive him differently when you understand him in a revelation when you begin to encounter the lord in the middle of the desert in the middle of that wilderness when he reveals himself to you as the cross and the lord jesus begins to reveal himself to you oh all that solution you needed is found in him but he reveals himself to you in a different way and now when you begin to see it your heart is healed that is when you find a way in the wilderness a stream rivers in the desert that is why people of god if we think we know all about the lord do we really when we come to a place of disappointment and bitterness it becomes an open door for you to see something in him which you have never seen before when you think every door is closed and when you cry out to him and he reveals himself to you you will see through him in him through him a door which you never thought ever existed a way in the wilderness a river in the desert kerobosi kalabayata how oh, lord jesus give us the grace lord right now to turn our eyes on you the lover of our soul i want you right now i'm done preaching this word but i want you to begin to apply this to your heart right now say god first and foremost we need to actually renounce every hopelessness you know when we hit a disappointment we marry a spirit of hopelessness and we say that area will never be well but we got to renounce it that grumbling that attachment to that disappointment needs to detach and you need to say no my jesus is ready to reveal himself to me like never before because he's just waiting you know sometimes in those moments of your disappointment you think he has left you but in reality he's just sitting there looking at you and saying when will you come talk to me he's like this movement of brokenness i'm waiting for you to have a conversation with me i want you to talk to me so i can tell you something which you never heard from me so i can show you something which you never seen in me the cross my blood my heart my spirit the father's love the healing that you need everything 
wants to give you. It would not be right for us if we don't worship the Lord right now. I will call Colleen to come up and sing that song again as the Lord leads her. Worthy is the Lamb. You see, everything is prophetic. The prophetic word has come to you in the beginning. I will do a new thing among you. The instructions have come to it as well. But it contains, have you not perceived? Before even she sings, I want all of you to take a few minutes, begin to talk to the Lord. We're going to we're going to pray in a few minutes after worship. We're going to pray. But I want you, all of you, to talk to the Lord right now. As she's, as, as we, as the worship team begins to sing, what I want you to do is, as you worship the Lord, but I want you to worship in a fashion where you'll detach yourself from that bitter disappointment. And you will say, Lord, if I've grumbled against you, I repent. But I want to turn my heart in gratitude. And if I've not even grumbled, I've just remained as if like faithless. Some people, you might not have grumbled, but you might have remained faithless in unbelief, in doubt. That is also nothing but another way of grumbling. You're not saying words, but your heart is telling God, I don't believe you. I don't trust you. I don't know if you have a way out for me from here. That is also a spiritual grumbling, my brother, my sister. So right now, as you worship, I want you to come to the lover of your soul. Even if it takes five minutes or 10 minutes during this worship, surrender your heart right now. May it be healed at the feet of Jesus. And as you worship, cry out to the Lord. I want everybody tonight You've come this far, you've journeyed for this one plus hour, but I want you to cry out to the Lord. Come on. Worthy is the 
right now even as, even as the worship is going on i want everybody to look at the cross look at the cross even as pauline is singing i want your eyes to get on to the cross of jesus to the son of god who was crucified for you and for me as the worship team you know as colleen will again in few minutes she's going to sing the one more stanza of this song but before that i want to pray with all of you rata braka sikariata may you come out of every disappointment that has held you rede rasaka bayato brobo sikoriandera braha may not the things of the past hold you anymore remember not the former things consider not the things of the past detach 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 right now in the mighty name of jesus in the mighty name of jesus come out of your failure rabra kasakaria talaba come out of your grumbling in the mighty name of jesus every mind attack that has caused you to be yoked with the spirit of disappointment hopelessness and grumbling i break it right now tonight in the mighty name of jesus may your eyes your heart and your mind be fixed on the lover of your soul the lord jesus right now may your eyes shift tonight to the lord jesus oh rembra kasikaria tarabra don't just run behind prophets or prophetic ministries or apostles or whatever no 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 you can do all of that but most importantly our eyes our heart has to be fixed on the lord jesus let everything that has been a distraction be dismantled and every attraction get it go back to the lord jesus right now rata kabau sikoriante beloved without the cross there is no healing without the cross there is no salvation without the blood there is no redemption without oh without jesus on the cross there is nothing that is left for any one of us there is nothing that is written for our name without the cross and the lord on the cross rata brobo sekoriande may every one of us right now fix your eyes on the lord because tonight i'm hearing the spirit of god say as you look to him there is something that is about to happen in your heart something is about to fall off which has put limitations on you something which has not allowed you to go forward is going to detach in the mighty name of jesus because the holy spirit is just waiting for you to fix your eyes on the cross to fix your eyes on the lord jesus right now and as you give your eyes your heart your 100% to look at jesus right now on the cross and the lord the lover of your soul and you begin to look to him something is about to break and the lord is saying as you worship for the next few minutes something is about to break says the spirit of god may you receive the grace right now in the name of jesus to look to the lord come on everybody even as the even as the worship team begins to sing as colin begins to sing come on everybody rata brababa sake rento roto brobobo shente zambre kesele yande ziramando ziramando 
Come on, worship. Thank you for this love, Lord. Thank you for the nail-pierced hands. You wash me in your cleansing flow. Now all I know is your forgiveness and embrace. Worthy is the Lamb, seated on the throne. I crown you now with many crowns. You reign hear the word of the Lord, the Lord is saying, even as you worshipped and you cried out to the Lord, the Lord is speaking to many of you and he said, I have recalibrated you to me. Your focus is back on me. Your eyes are back on me. Your ears are tuned back to me. You are mine, says the Spirit of God. You are my property, says the Spirit of God. Bought by the blood of Jesus. Nothing less, nothing more precious than that. You are His.